Brothers and sisters, it's been quite a week. Um, you may remember last week I was getting over a cold, and uh, I continued to get over that cold all week long. Uh, so I was pretty darn tired. And, and then on top of that, I think because this was a week when just about everybody was sick, right? Mine was, mine was pretty, you know, okay compared to a lot of folks. So I, get, I kept getting calls from the hospital all week long. Now I can go here, I can go about a month without getting any calls to the hospital. But I got at least one call a day, every single day this past week. And this happens, I'm not sure why I have not learned my lesson in the past five years, but I'll get a call maybe in the middle of the night, maybe when I'm planning to do something else, I get a call to go to the hospital and, then I, and I hear, hello, Father, this is the operator from such, such and such a place and we'd like you to come. And I roll my eyes, great, okay, yes, I'll be over in this amount of time, right? So I go and I, I'm, I'm always loath to go to these places. And I'm always going in thinking, well, I'm going to go to this place and I'm going to offer such great grace and charity. Here I come. Father Bob will save the day. He will save the soul. And, well, you know, that's part of it. I'm a bit reluctant to go. I am indeed bringing Jesus with me, sometimes physically, bringing Holy Communion, right? But every time I think I'm going in thinking I'm doing something great, our Lord is never outdone in generosity. I'll go rolling my eyes and then I leave with such joy because of the faith that I experience in the person there or the opportunity to do such a great thing. And it's not just a feeling. No, the Lord is not outdone in generosity. By love, he transforms us, even if we do that loving thing with reluctance. Isaiah, the prophet, gives us the key. He says, share your bread with the hungry, shelter the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked when you see them, and do not turn your back on your own. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your wound shall quickly be healed. So here I am going to offer the anointing of the sick, this, this, this sacrament of healing, and I'm leaving that room healed. I'm leaving that room transformed. What? By love. Isaiah is telling us, if you love your neighbor, if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself, you will be transformed. This is the, there's a transformative quality of charity. It changes us, brothers and sisters. What an amazing thing. So the Lord asks us, yes, to do the charitable thing, but not just, oh, out of the goodness of, of my heart, how great I am. But no, Lord, how great you are. For by this charity, you do something great in our hearts as well. He calls us in the gospel to be the light of the world, to be the salt of the earth. And it's worth remembering what salt has been used for throughout history. Salt has been used as a preservative, right? If you, before refrigeration, if you wanted to keep meat, you had to salt it to preserve it. Salt has been used in preservatives. Salt has been used in medicine, especially as, as something to help uh, disinfect, to dry that, that area out so, so that infection could not take hold. And salt has been used to flavor, to make life just a little bit better. So when the Lord asks us to be salt in the world, he's asking us to preserve what's good. He's asking us to heal the wounds of others. And he's asking us 
to be that person that, light, that makes life just a little bit better for others, knowing that he will not be outdone in generosity. What does he say? You are the light of the world. Not just the apostles, but every disciple. Brothers and sisters, we have a divine calling as members of the church, as disciples of Christ, to be that light of the world. To be that that person that brightens the day of others. Now, we think so often, well, how how am I supposed to do that? I don't have, you know, I, I don't have monetary means to help out folks. And in what good will it do anyway? You know, we just do what we can. And if you're wondering, who do I help? Look to your left and your right. Look in front of you, look behind you. Our Lord calls us first in each of our particular vocations to help those he has entrusted to us. Our family, our friends, our co-workers, our neighbors. Serve them. Serve them. Be that person who is that healing balm. Be that person who is the salt of their life, really makes life a little bit easier. Be that person who preserves what is good and true and beautiful in their lives. Be that light for them. And often, I think we're afraid to do so. What will people think we say? What will people think of me? If I'm this person who's proclaiming the gospel to them, if I'm this person going out and doing this charitable thing, what will people think? Well, the Lord says, you are the light of the world. We can't hide it under a bushel basket. Our light must shine before others, not for ourselves, so that they may glorify the Heavenly Father. They may see our good deeds and glorify the Heavenly Father. Don't be afraid to show your true colors, brothers and sisters, your true colors as Christians. You know, we're coming up on the Super Bowl, and we're really not afraid to show our true colors when it comes to something that Honestly, isn't that important, right? It's just a game. It's a fun game. It's a wonderful game. It's an American pastime. It's awesome. Who doesn't love Super Bowl Sunday? But we are not afraid to show our true colors when it comes to a sports team, when it comes to something we like, something we enjoy. But when it comes to our family, our Lord, the one who has thought of us and loved us for all eternity, the one who has died on the cross for us, we go, I don't know. I don't want to show my true colors. My true colors of Christian love. My true colors as to do what our Lord has tasked me with. You know, just earlier today, I had the chance to baptize a little baby. And it was such a beautiful reminder. I love baptizing babies because it's a reminder for me and everyone there of the mission that we are sent on from our baptism. You know, I anointed her with holy chrism. Anointing happens when someone is sent out on a mission. She was anointed as priest, prophet, and king. In the Old Testament and in the church, who were those who were anointed? Priests. Priests to offer sacrifice to God. And we're anointed priests to offer sacrifice to God of our lives, of our love. In a moment here, I'll say, Pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God the Almighty Father. This is not something I just do. This is something we do. The sacrifice of our hearts right here. All of our intentions right here. All of our struggles, we put it right here on this altar. And what does our Lord do with our sacrifices? He makes them much greater. We give him bread and wine. What does he give in return? His body and blood. We give him our 
our actions, sometimes even reluctantly, as I do when it comes to the hospital. And what does he do? He fills us up. He enlightens us. He makes us great. He makes joy out of that sorrow. I anointed her as priest and as prophet, prophet to proclaim God's word in deed and in word. You've received this divine commissioning, brothers and sisters, all of us have. So be confident in that. Don't be afraid to show your true colors. Your true colors as a Christian, here and out there, especially out there. And finally, we are anointed as king or as queen, as prince, as princess. Why? Because we are members of the family of God. If God is king of the universe and we are his beloved sons and daughters by baptism, who are we? Members of the royal family. In God, in Christ. God will do these great things in us. So let's remember today this divine commission. To be that light of the world. Not to hide it, but to shoe our true colors. If we're comfortable enough to wear a jersey, sometimes even to Holy Mass, right? As if Holy Mass is kind of a stepping stone on on the way to our important thing on Sunday, the game. Then let's wear our true colors out in the world. To say, I'm proud to be a Christian. I'm proud to be saved by Jesus Christ who has loved me in this way. And I'm proud to love as he loves. Be assured, brothers and sisters, he will not be outdone in generosity. Be the light of the earth. Be the salt of the world. Stay salty, my friends.